his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. So it's 4th of July weekend, and while America's birthday parties might be smaller this year, due to the coronavirus, and to some degree, the protests seeking to highlight racial injustice in our country, there's one thing that's been going strong for 40 years, and that's the PBS TV special, A Capital Fourth. So this hour, we're talking with some of the musicians who recorded performances for the show. And we're finding some interesting connections to our military veterans. <laughs> My next guest is a guy who loves and supports our vets. He's donated, dedicated, and done USO tours for our troops. And as you'll hear, country superstar Brantley Gilbert gives it to you straight. Welcome to the home of the hillbilly. Yeah, baby, it's a random bomb wire moonshine whiskey. Friend of the military and veterans everywhere, ass-kicking Brantley Gilbert. How you doing, man? What's going on, brother? Appreciate you having me today, man. First, I got to ask, as we've all been in lockdown, and like you're a musician, you creative types don't do well when you're caged. What have you been up to for this coronacation? Man, actually, uh, you know, it's been kind of good to slow down. I've been able to spend a lot more family time than, than I would if I was you know, out on the road three, four days out of the week. Uh, that being said, you know, I think my wife married me with the idea in mind that I'd be gone a lot. And, <laughs> uh, she's an extremely independent woman, so she's probably ready to get my butt out of the house. But uh, we've actually had a project, man. A lot of my band guys, a lot of my crew guys, even guys from Nashville have come down and helped me uh, build what we're calling the dog house. It's, a, it's just a giant man cave. The bus goes in. i got cars going in it, motorcycles. And, uh, it's like a game room slash showroom slash uh, shop. It's been a lot of fun, man. We're we're actually supposed to finish up today. Wow, very cool. So it's like a giant garage, like the Garage Mahal. There you go. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> That's cool. If I can ask, where do you live, or like what state are you in? I actually live in Georgia, and I'm uh, I moved to Nashville for about a year, and absolutely, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the the town and the people in it. I just, uh, my wife's from around here. Uh, my family's here and man, all, all my brothers are here. These are folks that have known me before everything happened, man. And it's just been healthy for me to, to be around the crowd that kind of holds me accountable and isn't afraid to call me out. I feel like it just kind of keeps me grounded, man. And, and, uh, you know, home's home and, and this is home. 
And it's good to stay with your original friends because I imagine if you try to pull the I'm fancy or something card, they're just gonna, they're gonna say no, no, Brantley, shut up. You're just real quick, like <laughs> that's cool, man. Let's talk music. There's a new one out, and I couldn't help but notice how it hits bullseye for so many of us in America right now. If you never had a days, if you never had a heartbreak, never had more than you can take, carried away, life on your shoulders. Tell me about where you were and how you wrote it. For me, it's just, you know, about finding or even just acknowledging hope is there. I feel like a lot of times, you know, there's there's hope within arm's reach, but we get so buried in the moment and in our in our own feelings that you know we may just look right over the top of it. But you know, it's about taking the good with the bad and appreciating the bad that leads to the good. And, uh, you know, but the story behind the song, I feel like you know the the other writers on the song, the co-writers on the song, have amazing stories that go with it. Logan Wall actually got a call uh, the night before the write about a family emergency type situation and brought the idea in and while the song was being written, Jay Brunswick got a call about a family emergency and let somebody let him know that a family member had passed and well, man, I'll tell you with this song, just just real quick, is one of the coolest things about it to me is I know when I've I've gone through some of my hard days in life, my pet peeve was is for somebody to say, Oh man, I know what you're going through or I know how that feels or I I you know, I've been there. And dude, we're all as different as our fingerprints. And You know, for me, especially when it comes to veterans and active duty guys and girls, I would never in a million years say that. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's no way I can fathom what you guys and girls go through. And I, mean, I just have all the respect in the world for it. But, you know, this song is one that meets you where you are, kind of on your terms, you know. It's not preachy. It's not soapboxy. It's not, not anything that says, I know... Where you're at, or I know what you're feeling. It's it's one of those things that just kind of puts a bug in your ear and lets you lets you you know apply it to yourself and whatever your story is. I know that that kind of helps augment your connection to the military and to veterans, and you've done a bunch of USO shows for troops in the past. Tell me about some of the friends you made or some of the experiences you had on the USO tours. It's unbelievable. I remember my first USO tour. Uh, it was something we'd wanted to do forever. And we went to Germany and Italy and uh, Kuwait, and, and it was like we were so excited to be there. It's just the most appreciative group of people you can work with. And, and, you know, every time I've done anything involved with the military, I've, you know, it's it's been life-changing. And it's been an experience that leads to another opportunity to help. And, you know, just lend a hand or do whatever it is, whether it's time or money or whatever, whatever we can do to kind of pitch in and, not do our part because you know I, I didn't sign up and, and didn't didn't pay my dues in the military. That's probably something looking back that I will always I think in the back of my mind wish I had done something. So those things were not necessarily making up for lost time, but just trying to, to give back to the folks who have sacrificed so much for this freedom I've enjoyed. You know, we were 
uh, I'm building, you know, that barn and the the bar itself is actually a, a shadow box, and it's all the challenge coins and patches that and medals that guys and girls have given me through the years, and, and you just don't know what to do with them because you know you didn't earn them; they were gifts. But I wanted to have somewhere where I could keep them. Where if nothing was going, if I ever pissed anybody off, I knew where it was. I could give it back. <laughs> <laughs> but two, just something where people could you know, look and ask questions and, you know, start conversations. And one of the things that's in there, there are dog tags and uh, the metal bands, uh, gone but not forgotten bands. And and I have so many of them. And there's there's one, you know, or actually a few squares on the bar that, uh, that have the 22 a day in there. And uh, we put as many bands as we could fit in there. But I tell you, man, looking at them last night, it was like, you know, I was looking at some of the, the dates that people passed away or were taking and be killed in action. And I was like, man, I wonder what I was doing on October 31st in 2006. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I guarantee you I wasn't doing what this guy was doing. I know I wasn't. Hmm. And whatever I was going through is just pales in comparison to that, you know. Um, it's just kind of one of those things that puts it in perspective. Yeah, man, and let me tell you, every time you look down, that's exactly what they would want you to be doing, is having a beer right there with them. Yeah, I always think of my buddy Ronnie Wildrick. Walked his last step in Helmand Province, Afghanistan, and uh, I know that he would want me to be having that, and that's... That's a cool way to put, you know, that bar together. I'll share with you a little fact. If you ever carry around one of those coins or, or somebody happens to have one, if you have a higher ranking coin than someone that breaks theirs out, they got to buy the next drink. So uh, put that to work the next time somebody's uh, drinking at your bar. <laughs> Tell them they oh, gotta... yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I got a SEAL Team 6 coin. Oh, dude, then you trump just about everybody, man. That's yeah, awesome. and then I got a few that were that were given from commanding officers, like I one for a fan sergeant major. Yeah, and uh, I got one from a master chief, and then what was uh, there's one from joint chief, joint chief, of, joint chief of staff that I have. Oh man, uh, it's it's pretty cool. So man, it's it's cool to look down and, and see those and read them and. and find out what they are and man they're so they're all so unique in their own way and and I think what it represents is just incredible. And we'll talk some more with country superstar Brantley Gilbert when CBS Ion Veterans returns. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, and we'll return now to our conversation with country superstar Brantley Gilbert. I recently talked with him about his love and respect for all things military, which is why he's performing this weekend on the PBS TV special, A Capital Fourth. We also talked about a combat veteran that became a good friend of his. You got a Purple Heart from a guy named Staff Sergeant Justin Patterson. Tell me about your relationship with him and how you guys became friends. Man, we did a, a Harley ride, and he was one of those guys, you know, we found out working with a lot of veterans that, you know, a lot of times you, you go out and, and they set these events up for these guys, and 
a lot of times their significant others and family members have to push them to go. You know, and, and he was one of those. It was a Harley ride, but he didn't really know what it was about. And, and you know, he uh, had some traumatic brain injuries. Uh, you know, some of the stuff he deals with, man, it's just un- unbelievable. But his wife talked him into going, and he got there, and he said his side of the story. What he tells me, he said, man, we heard there was, I heard there was a country singer coming, and he said, I figured that, you know, you'd probably just ride on your bus and then get off and take a picture on the bike. He said, but, you know, I think he, he liked to actually rode with them. I'm a biker or a motorcycle enthusiast at least. And, <laughs> uh, and you know, when we parked, we just hung out with him. And he, he thought that was really cool. And, and I guess he got to talking to some of the guys about some of the stuff that I've tried to do through the years. And I, I don't know what it was that led him to do that in, in particular, man. He's just an incredible guy. We formed a friendship, and I still talk to him at least a couple times a week. I'm just an amazing man. He's been able to to use that platform. You know, that video went crazy. A lot of people uh, saw it, and it gave him a platform, you know, to to speak out and help. And it, it's, it, I think it's been a little bit of self-treatment for him. And it always makes it feel so much better to be doing it. I even know with this show, I mean, you know, I'm not half the warfighter that some of the guys I talk to are. But when I'm doing this and I'm able to elevate their voice, elevate their story, uh, just as you kind of elevate things through your music and your exposure, I, it just feels good doing it, man. And I can't thank you enough. So never think you're not doing enough, man, because that's, uh, that's what it's all about. Do you identify with vets maybe because of some stuff that you've gone through? Because I wanted to ask you about this. I'd read once that you almost died in a truck accident when you were like 19 years old. Yeah, that was a doozy. But man, I, I'll be honest with you, and this is this is just being completely transparent and honest, is looking back on the things I've dealt with, whether it be that wreck or addiction or loss, to be hearing some of the stories that I've heard from veterans and from folks that are still serving, and it really does put things in perspective. And, and, you know, we all have things that we go through. We all have hard days, not to bring up the song, but, yeah, yeah. you know, again, man, it's 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 hard to look at, at the, the battles I've had in my life and compare it to being shot at and fighting for my life every day. Uh, when, I was, when I was battling addiction, you know, that was a war, but spiritual war for me, but, uh, you know, man, I, I I wasn't getting shot at. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't somebody trying to kill me every day. Um, it was it was me. You know, I was my enemy. So, and can I ask, when you were coming out of your addictions and such, um, what was it that snapped for you? What was it that snapped into place? Was it faith? Was it just wanting to be a better guy? Was it being a husband all of a sudden? I mean, because that's something that's not unique. That's something that we all share on this earth you know you don't walk out of here without some dents and dings and trauma and drama affect everyone what was it that kind of picked you up by your bootstraps and said all right Bramley, let's get back to right there are a few things man it was was, you know one i was i was raised to be a a good husband and a good father at some point now i wasn't anywhere close uh, that, that wasn't even in my peripheral. I was the things that I was concerned about, the things that I, I was doing had nothing to do with either one of those things. Um, and then my wife would never have come back in the picture if I was if I was still 
<laughs> hitting the bottle like it's my best friend. So, um, but it was that. There were some physical things, some medical things that I was kind of running out of runway on. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can only yeah. have a, yeah. so many doctors tell you, hey, if you don't quit, you're going to die <laughs> before you go, well, you know, maybe I should quit. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. But also just decisions I was making, I, I wasn't. I wasn't really proud of the direction I was headed in, and I knew it was something that had to change. And also, one of the things where I like to be in control of me, and it was the one thing in my life when I got to a point, I was like, yeah, I need to cut this out. I'm not, this isn't for me. You know, I can't handle it like other people can. I don't have an off switch. I think I'm a lot tougher than I am when I drink, a lot bigger. <laughs> um, you know, was, and, and I decided to kind of, put a nail in that coffin and, and couldn't physically. You know what I mean? It was just, uh, it, it had become a physical addiction and, and I didn't like the idea of something owning me, you know, and dictating whether or not I, I used it or didn't use it. And it was just time for me. And that, that was part of growing up for me. That was part of becoming a man was, uh, you know, to quit numbing everything and, and address some stuff and, and make some changes so that I could be a better man for the people in my life. And that right there is something so universal. I can't thank you enough for sharing that because there's a lot of people out there right now that are going to hear that and be like, yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's me. And uh, just on the other end of this phone call right now, the guy you're talking to, <laughs> I've been there. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't the military that got me. It was rock radio. And uh, I got up in a bad way thinking everything was a concert and backstage and the bands and the music and the life. And oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> I hit the it wall. happens quick. <laughs> I hit the wall hard, man. It uh, wasn't pretty. All right, let's talk about some cool stuff. Lightning round really quick. Um, you got a favorite rifle? You got a favorite gun to shoot? I know you like to hunt and shoot guns. Yeah, my wife, our wedding anniversary is this Saturday. It'll be five years. And she gave me a Barrett 50 cal for a wedding present. Ooh. And that's probably still my favorite one to let go. I don't, you know, you can't really make a habit out of shooting that one because you run out of money. It's not cheap to shoot. And, <laughs> you know, if you shoot rapid fire that thing, you know, you know how it is. It's a pressure red. You catch a nosebleed hard in a, in a heartbeat. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably my favorite one to let loose. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, looking at your videos uh, from your discography, there, uh, who's really a better shot? You were Thomas Rhett. Did you guys actually settle that score? Oh uh, man, you know what? That was that was really funny. Of course, they wouldn't let us shoot live rounds for the videos, so. Uh, me and Justin were, were proud to let him take that with a pistol. Uh, but it was supposed to be funny. I, you know what? I think both of those guys could shoot. I I, I don't know who's the best shot. I've, I've, I've never shot with them. I've seen Justin Moore kill deer from a long way away uh, with a rifle. And, hell, man, I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And uh, when it comes to barbecue, uh, are you a smoker guy or do you just grill them? 
grill right now, but I do have two Traegers coming this week, so we're going to start the smoker world. I've I've learned to grill. Uh, it was something I used to do back when I was lifting really heavy. I mean, we used to cook steak or any kind of meat we could get our hand on every day, but I got out of it, you know, and got used to truck stop food when we were really road-dogging it. So this this quarantine has given me the opportunity to slow down and, and uh, kind of brush up on my grilling skills. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, final thought, uh, what are you hoping for the country right now? What are you hoping going forward in 2020? I'm, I'm damn sure hoping we get back on the road and get to see you guys, uh, you know, in concerts and such. But, um, you know, we're dealing with some deeper issues. What's your hope for the future? And I, I've been extremely careful um, about commenting on what's going on because some of the issues at hand uh, are not things that I've experienced. And I learned that if you don't have firsthand knowledge of something, a lot of times you, you, you create, you become more of the problem than the solution. I know a lot of what's going on right now, people have voices that need to be heard. I, I hope that we can you know, address some of the misplaced hate uh, and get back to what it is that, that, uh, that makes us love each other, man. I think, you know, I think we need to give this country back to God. I think we've we've tried to figure it out on our own, and, and uh, you know, I just, I hope we, we find the capacity and, and the want to, to to love one another and make our country better. I know you guys and girls didn't go overseas and, get shot at and, you know, lose friends and and folks for for us to tear up here, well, you know, to come back home uh, to this. So I hope we can, we can get it straightened out for y'all sooner than later. Right on. And I hope to be straightening it out and feeling that love, feeling that unity from somewhere in the crowd with a cold beer watching you rock out on stage. And I hope we get back to that real quick. Um, any guesses? Is the concert industry giving you any idea as far as like when, you know, we might go wheels up again and start seeing shows? Man, I tell you, we have calls every day and, and you know, you know about the same thing leaving the conversation as you did going into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. There's so much information right now, but whether or not it's valid or whether or not it's something that's actually going to happen. But right now, all I can do is, is, try to put my best foot forward and be sitting on go and you know that way when that time comes man we're we're ready to hit it all wheels on the ground and, and all guns blazing nice man well we look forward to that day we appreciate everything you've done along the way and uh your love for the military and uh the veteran family uh does not go unnoticed Brantley Gilbert, country rocker superstar, and uh, right now hanging out in the dog pound in the doghouse somewhere in Georgia. Appreciate the heck out of you, bud. You got it, my friend. Thank y'all so much, and, and hope to see you soon, buddy. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 